Hello, Geekatorium listeners. Before the podcast starts, I'd just like to say that Rick Carranza does the intro at the beginning of this podcast and he gets the title wrong. This is episode 112, not 111. For God's sake, Rick. Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 111. It's all the ones. Now, as always, we're going to stick a spoiler alert on the podcast because we are talking about the finales of both Moon Knight and Picard. We have a sodium story that we've dug up from way in the past, which is all about a casting in Marvel. And we have a Fantastic Five, which is all about those gods. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. Let me play the theme tune. We even do that off camera. Just we have do. A little dance. We have a little dance. Uh, Although we're not uh, playing the music though when we're no, recording. No, no, no. So we just dance off camera. There's like, even we're not doing a live stream of it. We're like literally just sitting dancing, uh, but yeah. listening to the music in our heads. It's, it's kind of disturbing, actually. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, it's it's yeah. beautiful as well. It, yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't watch it because you can't. No. You can never unwatch it. Yes, you, know, you can never. How are you, buddy? I'm okay. I'm. Uh, I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling. I was, I was a little hungover this morning. Mm. I was a little hungover this morning, but um, yeah. but otherwise I'm I'm all right. It was a late night. I did the uh, the the crossing the streams gig last night. All the, the you should never the, cross the streams. You should never cross the streams. No, especially in a toilet because the yeah. person standing next to you might get upset. But yeah. um, the uh, well, yeah, we did all like Twitch streamers did a gig together and everything. And you know your your absence was notable. Uh, oh, by the way, you're thank absolutely- you, buddy. Trying to flatter me. It's no, but we 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 had talked to me. If if if, if um if you were nearer, you would have been on the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh, I kind of put a dampener on that, didn't I? By, uh, <laughs> you're by, just by like I. Do you know what? Do you know what gig away? I don't want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure I'm nowhere near that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that. But no, it was it was lovely to 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 meet people, put faces to names and and everything. And uh, there mm-hmm. there are people watching us right now. Uh, and it was it was lovely to actually to to meet you. Yeah, was, I hear uh, you finally met someone after a number of years. I finally met Sam Ross. Yes, finally <laughs> met Sam Ross. Uh, it, it finally happened. Um, she got what to shout. What weird facts you going to give us from now on? Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I, I felt I did feel bad as everyone kept on bringing it up. <laughs> And yeah, here's me now bringing it up again. Yeah. <laughs> it'll never, it'll never be let go. But um, no, it was lovely. It was great to meet Angel Interceptor as well. That was mm. absolutely oh, fantastic. I love Angel Interceptor. Uh, and uh, just, just yeah. the main thing that we could take away from it was just saying, oh, so this is how tall all the streamers are. Because we, right? only, we yeah. only see each other sitting down. So. <laughs> we so only true. see each other on gaming it's chairs. It's funny because it's true. So so yeah, that was that was. I remember good. when I met Demitan for the first time. I was like, it was genuinely a David and Goliath situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! But yeah, this is it's 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 been it's been a fun weekend because for me, uh, it, it was my first live gig since my dad mm. passed away, and and to, to blow those cobwebs off, and um, to to really sort of go, oh yeah, I, I can still do this. I can still it's do lovely, this. Man. And it was it was, it was just nice to 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 do it to get back on the yeah. horse that's good so that's so good. yeah so that's been fun that's been fun but how are you my friend i'm running out of words to describe tired 
<laughs> no, that's not true. I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I've actually uh, I've actually actually fairly rested today. Uh, we we are. This is this is this is my adventures in life now. Is uh, I'm an adult, so I had I do adult things with adult money. Uh, we um, you know we had a driveway installed the other day, and our we ripped up all our front garden and had a driveway put down. That's how old I am. But the most exciting thing that's happening in my life right now is the wee man Jonah has finally moved into his own room. Last oh. night, last night was the first night in his own room, and I actually slept. <laughs> He actually slept. It was like he only woke up twice and it was like a miracle. So it was it was just it went so well. I'm so happy it went well. Um, but right now, uh, right now, I've got like the baby monitor right here, keeping half an eye on him. And he's already woken up once. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm the one. He no, 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 I'm, he's, he's not me. He wants it's not me. He wants he wants mum. He wants mum. Uh, but it's no, it's, it's absolutely lovely. So I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing OK. I'm doing, doing okay, okay today. Good. Yeah. Good. How have you got like a, some sort of Avengers Endgame mural in his room? Is this not yet? Because yet um, there you, know, you go. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. Not yet because right now we've just started. Uh, oh, okay. You know, uh, you know, we've got to have Nick Fury turn up at the end of his first uh, at the end of his birthday, his first birthday. <laughs> oh my god, oh. that would be that would be amazing. That wouldn't would be, it? That would be wouldn't incredible. it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing? It would. It, it really would. Uh, it really, really would. One thing, though, I've realised that what we need to do, we need to get our dogs together. <laughs> My dog is like 10 times the size of your dog. Yes, I know. That's why I think yeah. it would be funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Are you trying because, to say like I'm 10 times the size of you? No, because no. Because we've, no. we've met in real life. I'm not taller than you imagine. No, no, we're about the same height. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Porthos and, and, and Odin together, uh, I mean, just saying that sounds incredible. Um, but but I have a feeling that because Odin is so much smaller, he'd probably terrify mm. Porthos. Porthos hates smaller dogs. Really? Not hates them, but he's scared of smaller dogs. Yes, of course he is. He's, of course yeah. he is. So he's a big gentle giant. I, you find the bigger the dog, the gentler they tend to be. Whereas it's yeah. the smaller yappy dogs who think they've got something to prove. You know, when you go on a night out and there's a group of lads and the short guy's always the one who's the most buff yes. and like struts around like he's got something to prove. Yeah. That's yeah. what small dogs are. Welcome. That's, yeah, you've described Porthos. Not Porthos, mm. Odin. Odin. <laughs> <laughs> You've described Odin. Yes. He's, yeah. Is that, he, is he like that? Yeah. He's not like he's got something to prove, but he is, he, he is making up for his stature. He's, he's definitely confident in meeting other dogs, but then yeah. sometimes if they push him a bit too much, he's just like, no, fuck you. The other day, th- this was one of the funniest things where, um, I was walking down, walking him down the street mm, and, mm. um, this, this man came out of the house and scared him. Because he just he just came out of the, like his gate and just like made Odin jump, oh. and Odin like properly like like leapt a little bit, then walked. Yeah, yeah. But then it seemed like he just went, you know what? And he turned around and went actually, and just started barking at the guy. Uh, well, hang, <laughs> hang on a second yeah. here, right? Yeah, it was let, exactly let, let me tell me why you're in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. It's like actually, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Fuck you. Hey. <laughs> but it's, I, I don't think the man appreciated how much I found it funny and just started laughing. Yeah. I didn't say sorry to him. I just went. <laughs> That's just amazing laughing. that you just laughed at that I man's pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was very funny. I had, I had a good time with that. So, um, so yes. So, yes. So, uh, so should we talk about them? 
Let's let's talk about some stuff. What, so, have, you, what have you been watching? Shall shall we talk Picard? Let's, do you want to do that one first? Yeah, let's do that one first because I feel like that finale stuck a landing. I feel like that finale was adequate for the season we've just had. Yes. I feel like the finale was one of the better episodes of the whole season. Um, yes, I, I, I like the that. closure of Q. I liked that. Mm. Um, I, 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 I wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that. Actually, I'm going to talk about that for a second. I think yeah. John Delancey was first of all fantastic with what mm. was not fantastic dialogue. Let's be honest; it was a bit on the nose. The dialogue, yeah, just um, but he was absolutely brilliant. Um, but I've got to say, like. The revel, like we've always known it. We've always known the the relationship between Q and Picard was verging. Well, from Q's side, was like almost a friendship, a weird friendship, very we, weird we, friendship. But yeah, yeah, we knew that there was respect. Him, Q yeah. respects Picard. He does. Yeah, respect but for him. him to actually come out and be like, "No, you're a friend. Like you're mm-hmm. you're and you're the only person I could imagine. Essentially, you're the only person I could imagine being around as I'm dying. Like." Yeah. You're the one person who can give me meaning to my life. Like that, that was deep and that was beautiful. And like, really, like Mrs. C was like crying on the sofa at that point because she was like, found it really emotional. I I get it. I got it. I was like, yeah, it is actually quite an emotional bit. And it's been played, you know, John Delancey's playing it really, really, really well. It's just a shame that the writing is so on the nose. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. There was no subtlety to it whatsoever. Uh, It kind of spelt out everything. But I have to say, like as an arc, as a... You know, a revel- it's, it's, it, I like the fact that the revelation came that Q was dying and it's not that he was wanting to be a dick. It was that he was trying to give Picard the closure that he needed to yes. to move on. And that's so in a way, they almost redeemed those weird flashbacks. Yes. I still don't agree with them. No, no, I don't. And it's 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 funny how it's become a trope all on its own of bad guy does bad thing. But actually, it turns out it wasn't a bad thing and he was actually good all along. Um, there are so many Star Trek episodes that do that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. It's it's a very Star Trekian tope. Hundred percent. I don't think it was a hundred percent a success in that because he seemed pretty fucking evil in those first episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He hit Picard. He hit him. Mm-hmm. He drew blood. He drew blood. Yeah, I know. Um, no. And then and then it's like oh, it's, it's because I love you. it's it's such it's such a weird season this whole thing like it was just i I don't know like think like go on what did we like about it well one thing that i liked um was i personally got a little bit of closure in something i've wanted closure from go on and i'm jumping ahead to the very end here i'm not entirely sold on the success of this but I'm glad it's been done and I can put it to bed in my own brain. And that mm. is Will Wheaton as the Traveller coming back. Um, I, 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 look, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm just glad it was done. Am I happy with how it was done? Not entirely. But it's done. <laughs> it's done. I, see, I take issue with it because we also know that uh, it is canon. It is canon that Will Wheaton, uh, uh, Wesley Crusher, does become the chief engineer of the Titan. In what canon? Um, so it's like in the, I think pretty sure it's in some books, but it's also, believe it or not, the other place I'm going to put it, the actual thing I am going to say it's in is, uh, the Star Trek Las Vegas, uh, ride, uh, actually he was on that as well. 
and he was the, he was the chief engineer of the Titan. And the fact of the matter was, he was in, in Nemesis as well. So no, he was Starfle- cut from Nemesis. That's not canon. Well, no, sorry, sorry. He was supposed to be in Nemesis yes. in a Starfleet uniform. Yes, I liked it. I, 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 I didn't like his acting. No, he, it's it's Will Wheaton from Big Bang Theory. That's <laughs> he felt not even that. Yeah, and they could have made him shave. He could have at it, least it, shaved. It, it felt more like his presenting style. Mm. <laughs> it felt he was presenting something. Yeah. Um. So it was a bit strange. I liked the idea of it, but it also felt like a little bit tacked on. Like, oh, we've got this character now. Um, this extra character, you, you, what do we do with it? Well, let's make it another traveler. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. Another traveler. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. So I think that it does put a lot of things to bed, like because the internet, when they announced season three of Picard, and they were like, we've got Mariner Sirtis, we've got uh, mm. LeVar Burton, Michael Dorn, and uh, you know, all, the whole cast is like, everyone's coming back. But I was like, but no Will Wheaton. And yeah. no Will Wheaton. And well, I go. can't believe we're doing this. I was like, look, and I, and I did think maybe he's going to be in this season. And there, lo and behold, there he was. So, yeah. I, I liked, um, <laughs> you're really trying to reach. I liked the I'm, sets. I'm glad Elnor came back, but I knew he would. Yeah, we all knew he would. We <laughs> all knew he would. Come on, because he was going to come um, back. Do we like Rios staying behind? I see why. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gutted because actually for me, Rios was the most fascinating character in Picard, but across both seasons. Yes. Um, I actually really liked Rios and my God, do I want a Rios Stargazer series? Um, yeah, but, but can't have it now. <laughs> yeah, we can't have it now. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, it was the be- Talon. Mm-hmm. I like the resolution of two uh, Picards, one, what two Renes, one yeah. that lives, one that dies, and I really like that and the sacrifice that Talon makes. Yeah, I actually liked that whole sequence and that whole thing, um, and I thought that was really, really, really well done. Um, and I liked that. I liked that. I still don't like Ad- the Adam Sung. No, and so on the nose with Project Khan. Um, mm, like that it, does my head in, especially from a from a canon point of view, because the eugenic wars have already happened at this point. Yeah, they happened thirty years before this point. It was like nineteen ninety six or something like that. The eugenic wars or something. Yeah. Yep. So I didn't. I, I, I'm not. I wasn't really a fan of that. Well, it, uh, here's here's the thing though. I, I I can believe it because if that happened in nineteen ninety six and they send Khan into space at that point, mm. then for them to call it Project Khan after that, because they're not going to call it Project Khan beforehand i don't think i don't know i don't think they were thinking that deeply i think they no. were just going i, I think they were trying to go I, hey it's khan right and i yeah, didn't it was, agree with it it was a, it was it was probably just a it was a bit too on the nose that whole thing the whole uh, it, song storyline was annoying it was just annoying it was really bad it was it was like he 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 was a bit of a and he was a bit bumbling and then he became like evil like and proper evil like and it was like okay there's like almost comically evil and it was it was a bit like over the top evil. Suddenly mm. he was willing, like all of a sudden he was willing to kill uh, for all these things. And it was just like, didn't, I just didn't feel like it, it, the character that he was at the beginning of the, when we first met him to that, it felt like there was no, I didn't understand. I didn't feel that character development. I didn't feel like it was right. 
Um, and then for him to sort of kill Talon the way that he did and be like, oh yeah, and, and he's just, and like he shouted at, like he was a donor and he shouted at the person who was like in charge of the whole mission. Like, yeah. he was like, I'm sorry, mate. That's not how that would work. No, and it's just, not. It all felt a little bit forced. Well, especially as like, surely they would have heard at this point that he has essentially been discredited. Because that yeah. was one of the first episodes he was in. He was exactly like, no, completely that's the whole discredited. Thing. So like, he's been discredited. So yeah, fine, take his money. But he has been discredited. So what, you know, yeah. it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think of things that I actually liked in it. And it's, it's, I, I do yeah. think it's one of the stronger episodes of the yeah. season. And that's saying a lot. Well, actually, no, I'm not. Actually, I don't think it's one of the stronger episodes of the season. Because actually the first two, three episodes were brilliant and yeah. like really hooked me in. And I thought this was going to be a good season. Mm. As I said, I think it was an adequate end to what the season was. I don't know what the overall plan was for it, but it didn't, it felt rushed. Yeah. It felt underwritten and it simultaneously felt underwritten and overwritten. Do you know, right? Do you know what it was like, right? My dog, right? Porthos has been to the vet um, to, because, and they, they couldn't work out whether he's got like, because he's, he's got an upset stomach. He's had like some, you know, not, not, not having a good time right now. He's outside. Okay. Like, so he's got, they, they think he's either got an upset stomach um, or he's got parasites. So they've given him both antibiotics and probiotics and i'm like surely they just cancel each other out and that's how i felt about picard right <laughs> it was both underwritten and overwritten which kind of right. cancels each other out so it just doesn't work yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i see where you're coming from this it's it has a it had a feeling of trying to do too much like mm. i felt like and this is this is sort of the problem with i think the picard series from the get-go whereas it sort of worked in season one they're trying too hard for it to truly mean something. Um, yeah. As opposed to just having fun with the characters and like the, 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 the meaning something stuff should kind of come afterwards. Like let's come up with a solid story and then put the meaning in around it. Whereas they've, they've got something they want to say and clunkily mm. write around what they want yeah, to no, say. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with that because having gone through the writing of a Fringe show, I know what it's like <laughs> to, to try and do it one way and then realise, no, you need to do it the other way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, I, 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 I 100%, 100% uh, yeah. agree with you on that. How do we make it's, it work? It's, it's yeah. a shame because and the, the next season is the last season and I will watch it because it is the entire crew together yes. and maybe... Maybe it will all make a sense in the end. I don't know. It's a shit because I actually really enjoyed the first season of Picard. Yes, I really did. And I enjoyed the beginning of this season. But the rest of this season can just do one as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. <laughs> like, and like, I'm, I, 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 the, 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 the whole Jurati reveal was obvious. We knew that was going to happen as soon as Jurati became the Borg queen. Yeah. And I'm kind of annoyed with that as well now because I'm just like, well, the Borg have been neutered. They're no longer interesting. Well, it seems now that there's kind of essentially two Borg in that yeah. universe. There's the Jurati Well, so Borg. that's the other thing. So now we've got... So I'm, I'm going to guess season three is going to be all about this transwarp conduit that's now opened up. Um, mm. So I well, don't Well, here's the problem. Here's, here's something that's a little bit of a problem because as you've seen, they've announced season three whilst season two was on. Yeah. So that means they've kind of done what DC did and it did not work in their favor where mm. they started making stuff without really seeing the reactions to it first. Yeah. Yeah. So Agree. season three of Picard is done by the same team that did season two. 
We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something. I I I I I give it um um I give it one light out of four. Five. Four. Five. There are four lights. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, there's only one in this show. <laughs> well, for me, and that's John Delancey. Yeah. Um, well, mine is six out of ten, maybe six and a half. Yeah. Six and a half. But it, okay, it, you're you're much more generous than me. Uh, I, so. I, look, it's it's perfectly watchable. It does kind of make sense, um, but it's it's hugely disappointing for being a Star yeah. Trek fan and a next gen fan. It's disappointing. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I'd agree. However, so, let's talk about things that are not disappointing. Yes. So this was the best episode of the season. This was... I, I, I'm fully on board with one. We didn't actually get a sky beam coming out of a pyramid. No, no. But what we did get was like a, like the final 10 minutes of a Power Rangers episode. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was great. It's the... It, it's it's weird. It somehow descended into a, the, the standard MCU beat him up finale without mm. actually being all hackney and cliched. No, it was it was it was wonderful. It, it was, was yeah. It was just seeing like I, I'm I'm trying to think because like the, the the whole every Marvel movie kind of does the same thing. Every Marvel story does the same thing. You, the, mm. you there's a someone is forced to become a hero. Mm. They then they try to be a hero. They fail at being a hero. They have to go back the drawing board and look inside themselves and only once they've reconciled their sort of inability to be a hero with being a hero they can then become the hero that they're supposed to be in the first place and that's exactly what's happened in moon knight the the, the end fight sequence where they're switching effortlessly mm. e- effortlessly between mark and steven was just wonderful yes. it was just yes. it was so so good steven um, really sort of coming to terms and really accepting himself and the power and the fact mm. that he can kick some ass brilliant it's, it was the, superb the the, the harrow storyline was just i was so on board with like uh Ahmet and all that stuff like and it just it started paying off it was brilliant i loved is it, it. The, it the, the the giving it? up giving up paradise to save the thing that was keeping unbalanced that was yeah. incredible i on love that line that. it's like you were the greatest superpower and all of that, that oh was, it's yeah. just wonderful yeah. and then um uh Layla uh becoming Tarowitz um avatar. There is an official name for her hero. Go on. The Scarlet Scarab. That I, is, that wonderful, is the wonderful. Name. I loved yeah. it. And what I loved was that little moment with the little girl who goes, Are you an Egyptian hero superhero? And she goes, I am. And it's yeah. just like, Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. This is this is the the ladies of the MCU endgame moment in this series, and I'm all for it. I have a feeling as well that what the cause Scarlet Scarab was a Marvel uh, hero, but it was male hero and all of that. Um, but Layla okay. was created specifically just for the show. She's not an existing cool. Marvel character. Well, well, do you know what? She was ace and... She, she was. That. And I have a feeling that she's going to get the Harley Quinn treatment, that she is going to become a staple in the comics in the future. Oh, I hope so. I'm going to say that She now. was ace. I, I feel she like, was abs- yeah, the character She was works. absolutely ace. The character um, works. And like the... Well, I mean, Coulson was was built for the it was made yes. for the mcu and yeah. now is a staple of the comics yeah. um but like yeah her 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 costume was brilliant her attitude was brilliant everything was i really mm. was on board with her as a character I really really enjoyed it it was it was fun it was so much fun as a finale i have so i have much an admission as, as well because I, I think it's wrong to feel this way but go on was it is it wrong to find the giant crocodile lady to be hugely attractive 
Listen, man, it I'm was wrong. Like, it was no, wrong. I'm no, sorry. I shouldn't have brought it no, up. No, 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 no. There's no kink. There's no kink shaming. There's, there's okay. You, 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 you go with that. It's fine. It's fine. She was sexy. Okay. Cool. Cool. Big talking crocodile. What was wrong with the hippo? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with the hippo. It's just a bit awkward. Okay. Okay. Um, the hippo is actually more dangerous than the uh, the crocodile. More people die of hippo. Yes. No. No. This is absolutely true. This is absolutely true. One hundred percent. That whole like uh, exchange when she was offering up her body and saying, "Fine, mm. I'll be your avatar," and she's sort of talking to herself like in yeah. in that sort of moon nighty way. Loved it. It was it was very cool. And giving her the closure, saying, "Oh, your father is going to be thrilled when I tell him." All of this. It was so sweet. No, so I, I sweet. genuinely loved it. And I loved, um, right. So, um, a couple of other things as well. So one of the things I've actually really enjoyed about this whole, um, season, uh, is the fact that, uh, it stands alone. It stands alone in the MCU. There's yes. only two references, um, throughout the entire series. Ancestral to sort of the Plane MCU. and the GRC. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. literally it. There's no other references. There's no crossovers. And I was reading an interview where there was like, there were, apparently there were supposed to be two crossovers. There were supposed to be two cameos. And they, the they, they pulled, yeah, they pulled them out. They said like, this is not necessary. And I like the idea as well, that, they, I think hmm? it was too expensive for the Eternals to yeah. be in it, I think. But I love, I love that it, this, this is a proper standalone story and it can just be on its own and it, it doesn't have to be revisited and it doesn't have to continue. Um, it could just stay where it is. I um, disagree. It must continue. You cannot end no, on that post-credit con- scene yeah, like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll you can't end it there. <laughs> no, but we'll get to the second, but I will say they have not signed anyone. No one has signed up for a second season yet. No, no. That's so, what's like, like what? No, yeah. you cannot yeah. end it like that. So let's talk about, so it was a wonderful end way to end uh, Moon Knight. I, it's my favorite episode. I think it's the best episode of the, uh, the like it, just the way it, and I'll tell you why it's the best episode. Um, because of the amount of th- threads it manages to tie together is yeah. insane. Yeah. Everything is tied up. There's no loose ends whatsoever at the end of it. It's fantastic. Except for, except for, our wonderful end credit sequence. Yeah. Because, so first of all, the fact that the uh, the mental asylum we go into, the hospital, mm. is the exact one from... Just, just different uh, lighting. Yeah. Incredible. So it means Mark has been in there before. Oh, yeah. 100% he's been in the asylum before. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. He's been in there before, right? Mm-hmm. So that was wonderful. Wonderful. I love that they used that one and that was it. And it was just, it was so good. But of course, <laughs> Konshu in a suit. Konshu like actually going. Actually, that Stephen, he's got good taste. I think I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna nick that. Yeah, yeah. So I think like the reason we need a season two is to see Konshu in a suit more often. That's mm-hmm. that's why we need a season two. That's yeah. why we need a season two. Oh yeah, and obviously because it's a third personality. But the Konshu <laughs> in a suit is where it's at. I think. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it was the one I also, I want to, I want to know whether he just was sort of speaking Spanish just to be sort of a bit, I don't know, it felt more sinister to do that. Or yeah. if he is going to be a bit more like, cause it, well, they've, they seem to have changed it cause he was a cab driver in the comics. So to make I him a chauffeur. That, yeah. Um, yeah. And I still think that like, there is a different voice that he has put on when he's in the asylum scenes where, cause Mark is just sort of generic American. Mm, mm. and Stephen is British but then there's been this sort of kind of Boston kind of like yeah dark and all of this kind of 
vibe, yeah, yeah, which yeah. feels very separated from the other two voices that he's done. So I wonder whether he is more of the Boston cab driver that likes to sort of do things in Spanish because he thinks it sounds cool. Yeah. I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we, we must know. We can't leave it like that. Well, we I just hope we can't. do. can't. You hope we do MCU, leave it like that. The MCU has set stuff up before and not followed through on it. So it might happen. Um, but what I will say is there's, I, I was, um, there are, so, you know, we've seen uh, flashes of that character before, you were saying, like, in yeah. the uh, in the time. So there's another one that uh, apparently has been pointed out to me as well, uh, mm. which is quite interesting. It's like, uh, when he's standing outside the funeral. What about when he's standing outside the of funeral? Of his mother. Uh, actually, yeah. the person drinking, looking extremely angry, isn't Mark. It's, um, so, like, this character only comes out. And also... I disagree because Mark remembers that. No, but, uh, yeah, oh, good point. Yeah, but the, also there's a point that is, it's like basically that character only comes out in extreme anger. So yes, there Stephen, is that. Yeah, when Stephen comes out and it's uh, it's when Stephen comes out, it's to 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 hide, it's to suppress the anger. And Stephen always follows Jake. Yes, well, because like they, they they point out that every time there's like a brutal. So when there's an attack and it's Mark that's done his job. It's quite clean. The the uh, the kills are quite clean. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. every time there's like a brutal, brutal, brutal attack, there's blood, mm. broken bodies around. That is the third personality. Well, this is the interesting thing. So it was probably Jake in the early scenes, mm-hmm. in the early parts of uh, Moon Knight, um, especially when because uh, I don't think Mark, if Mark was trying to protect his wife he probably wouldn't be looking for a date. So it was probably Jake that asked the woman out at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. That's Um, why they went to a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the brutal kills in that chase in the Alps. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, and the thing that Khonshu never, doesn't refer to Mark at that point. He keeps on saying like, he's like, oh great, the worm is here and all of that. He's not saying Mark sort this out. He's probably talking to Jake. Yep. So it's, I, we need, we need more. We need more. Whether we it's in a film, like I, I, I th- they want to do Midnight Suns. And also there's um, Werewolf by Night, which is a f- essentially the first comic that Moon Knight appears in. But mm. there's a Werewolf by Night, like, I don't know if it's a one-off special or a series that Michael Giacchino is directing for Disney+. Plus. Right. So that's coming out at the end of this year for Halloween. Excellent. So, well, I, I, I cannot wait. I can't wait either. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Yeah, but Giacchino yeah. directing as well. You know, Michael Giacchino, the, the Oscar-winning composer, not really known for directing anything uh, other yeah. than yeah, uh, yeah. musicians. So I'm intrigued to see what happens. I'm intrigued <laughs> to see what happens. I agree. I know it's it's it's, it's, it's probably one of the best things I've seen in the MCU. Um, it is. It came completely out of left field. I, as I said, I get, I went into this knowing nothing about this character, yeah. nothing at all, and I didn't even go research. I was like, I'm going to watch this and see what it's like. To, I'm going to yeah. see what it's like to watch something where I don't know anything about the character. I bet you want to read all the comics now. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. I I, I want to read it. I want to read all yeah. of the best story Moon Knight storylines. I've seen some screen grabs, and some of my favorite screen grabs of like um, uh, Moon Knight trying to find Dracula is some Brilliant. of my favorite things. And cause apparently Dracula lied to him and said he was an Avenger. So Moon Knight got like, goes to the Avengers and said, Dracula, where's my fucking money? <laughs> and they're like, what are you talking about? Dracula's not an Avenger. He goes, fuck, 
that bastard lied to me. <laughs> it's just just a, such a it. wacky concept. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love so, it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Moon Knight, 10 out of 10. No, well, yes. maybe 9. Yes. Maybe 9. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 9. I might, I might be being moon, too generous. Moon Knight, uh, full moon out of full moon. Wait. It's what? almost a full moon. I don't know almost what they, I don't know what that stage is called when the when a crescent slither is missing. <laughs> what is someone it? find out for us? Someone so, find out. For someone us. find out for us. Well, we should we should now see what the chat thinks of everything what we've been saying. What do, um, what, what do they all think? Let's see. They, they think I'm right and you're wrong. No, that's uh, <laughs> that's that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I get that. So let's see uh, what people. There's a lot of love for wanting to see Oscar Isaac in a tight suit again. Yes, very good. Yes, uh, Blade is coming too. Uh, says Made in a Sweatshop. Now the thing with that is because they do want to do the Midnight Suns. Now I don't think they'll do the Midnight Suns completely comic book accurately. Mm, no. uh, it'll be well. They've like, not done anything completely comic book accurately. They've no. based stuff on certain yes. stories it's, i mean the infinity war itself is an amalgamation yeah. of like infinity gauntlet infinity war and inf- you know they, yeah, yeah 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 and civil war was different and all yeah, of that civil so, was very yeah, different yeah and well and especially age of ultron was was yeah it wasn't an age different. it was yeah, a, yeah, a couple yeah. of days but yeah, and, um, and we've had sort of a a house of m without actually being house of m yeah, so yeah. you know we've, we've had like they, they they've used certain stories for inspiration but they've not given us the exact stories yet yeah but I think if they do this Midnight Suns team, it will probably be like Blade, Black Knight, Moon Knight. Um, uh, who else would they need to introduce for the? Mi- oh, Doctor Strange, I think was part of Midnight Suns at one point as mm. well. I don't know. There's, there's, there's the. But those, those three, like they're they're the ones that are going to be brought in. At least if it's a three piece team, that still works for me. Yeah, that cool. works. But yeah. uh, apparently, it's a waxing gibbous moon. A waxing gibbous moon. Yeah. Why does that sound like they're taking the piss? Um, yeah. <laughs> it really, really does. Oh, uh, no, but people are, are, are agreeing with it. So, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, uh, that's an interesting one. I'm intrigued to see where the MCU goes because I feel like there's going to be several events instead of just the one big one. Well, they've already said that. They said yeah. Avengers movies are essentially no more. Yeah. There's not going to be, there's no, there's no, and they've also said that there's not going to be any sort of 10 year stories. There's not going to be any long term contracts. They're just going to sign people in as and when they want to do story, different stories. Yeah. I think it's interesting and I think it opens up the MCU to much more interesting storytelling, if I'm being completely honest. And recasting but, people's easy with a multiverse now. Exactly. But I, I, do you know what I want to see? I, I I I don't want to see superhero movies based in the, in the MCU anymore. Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I still want to see MCU superhero yeah, yeah, movies, yeah, but yeah, I sure. I want to see normal movies based in the MCU. Yeah, I I want to see like um, a police a buddy cop movie with just two normal police officers, like two normal detectives, you know, trying to solve a crime. But in the background, you've got this sort of dr- the backdrop of superheroes making it worse for them by destroying accidentally destroying evidence or you know and it doesn't have to be like it's the villain it's just like it could be as a normal crime but you know do you know what i mean do you yeah see what I'm no saying? i know like, exactly what you mean this is what's interesting about um mr knight the the, the mm. steven side of the character because mr yeah. knight in the comics is it's not the fact that it's the steven persona that wears that outfit it's just yeah. he puts that outfit on when he's not being a superhero and he's being more of a sleuth because yeah. when there are crimes being investigated that they don't want superheroes involved in, he sort of comes in as like a PI. Yeah. Uh, and that is an aspect of Moon Knight that I hope that they do lean into at some point. 
because I think that's kind of an interesting concept of you know. Yeah, but it's not. I'm I'm using detective story as a, as sure, a jumping no, point. I, I, I'm I'm saying I want I, I want to see like. A, Lots of different types of stories. I'd like to see lots of different types of things. I'd like to see um, a a Mean Girls based in the MCU. <laughs> I think we're probably going to get that with Ms. Marvel, but yeah. Do you, know, you, you know we can properly have, you know what we could probably have in the MCU? We could have Bruce Almighty in the MCU. That would work. That would be interesting, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, a superhero granting his powers to someone for a day. Well, someone said here, uh, Magnus Bishop says here, you want Gotham, but in the MCU. That's that's kind yeah, of yeah. No, but I'm not, I'm not Gotham. Like, I, yeah, I'm spitballing here. I'm just throwing, I, I use the detective thing as a jumping off point. I, what a, I'd what like about to see a, a hospital sports, drama. What about a hospital? I would drama? like a hospital. <laughs> I'd like to see Scrubs in the MCU. <laughs> Do you know what though? If two actors deserve to be in the MCU and have the right acting style. It is Zach Braff and Donald Faison, yeah. let's be Could honest. Could you imagine, like, yeah, hospital drama, but with Zach Braff and Donald Faison playing, like, yeah. uh, playing more serious versions of their themselves yeah. from Scrubs, yeah? Yeah. Imagine that in the MCU, having to, so they're, they're just a standard hospital drama, like, <laughs> but they have to deal with the fact that a lot of these victims are coming through are, like, you know, it's, I'd like to see, that. I'd like to see, a, I'd like to see a story about a single dad in the MCU, right? Because the mother has died in the Battle of New York, but it doesn't lead. But it doesn't lead to the, the person becoming a superhero or seeking vengeance. It's just about this dad. Like the the, the, the the she died because of the Battle of New York. I mean, and it's just all about him raising his daughter, and that's it. That's all it is. There's nothing more to it than that. That's it's almost just, Zemo the movie you're kind of pitching there. Almost no, but no Zemo became a villain. It's not that's about. True, yeah. So he, I'm, I'm saying, I don't want the characters involved in these stories to then become superheroes or supervillains or whatever they're just living their lives and we're telling their stories yeah no no i i i totally get it i totally get it uh it we'll we'll see we'll see i i don't think they're gonna go there because they're now starting to really scrape uh the barrel not barrel as such but they're really scraping the well, which heroes haven't we used yet? That we, well, at least, at least they don't have like, I mean, DC so far, because they, they have to keep rebooting yes. everything. But just think about the day, just think about the day when DC are so successful, because it could happen, right? DC could create their own MCU mm-hmm. and it becomes so successful that they have to keep digging and digging and digging for more heroes and villains that mm-hmm. we end up with Condiment Man on the big screen well i mean we already have had condiment man on the big screen but uh, i know and i know in the lego batman movie but that's obviously the lego batman movie which is for kids i'm talking about imagine how they imagine like a real world take on condiment Man. i mean it it wouldn't surprise me i mean there is a reference to calendar man in uh the suicide squad not a reference that calendar man is in yeah briefly yeah yeah yeah, but um but 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 yeah anyways look we're, we're getting oh, excited. Made in, Sweat- made in Sweatshop's got my idea. He's, he, he, made in Sweatshop's understanding what I'm saying, right? I'd love a series or two set in the five-year blip. would be bleak, but very interesting. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, yes. I'm, I'm But based on normal people's lives. Yeah, yes. no, I, I'm, I'm totally up for that. I, 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 mm. um, for me, I don't know if I could watch a whole series of it. I think it would be an interesting, like, one shot, just like one 40-minute episode that just sort mm. of delves into that. I think yeah. with Disney+, Plus, you, ha- you have the power to do those sorts of things and that's a sort of you know they're creating these little shorts for the simpsons now they're pretty shit to be honest let's let's actually you know put that budget to use yeah but the simpsons is dead 
It, it really is. Like, yeah. This, the whole the Simpsons, f- Simpsons should have been like the Simpsons should have been taken out into the field a long time ago and shot. Right. <laughs> but instead, like they missed and they actually shot it in the foot instead. And they went, oh, we can't kill it now. Like it's like, yeah. uh, uh, so now it's not now it's just got one foot and it kind of like it's a little bit blind and dribbles quite a lot. Um, can't control its bladder. And they keep going. But we get these moments, these moments where it's all wonderful. But everyone knows Mate, just take them to the vet. No, just take... No, we need to take the Simpsons to Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's what we need yeah. to do. Let's, let's, let's take shall the Simpsons we, um, to Switzerland. Shall we talk? Shall we do another thing? We've already got salty. Let's get saltier. Let's do it. Let's do it. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. Just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. Where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Right. What you got for me? So this, I was looking up some sodium stories and there's not a lot around at the moment. There's, there's, right. there's not a lot around. As I said last week, I feel like because the pandemic um, is not over, but because things are sort of get a bit more real now, there's less speculation. Mm. So uh, this is from a year ago. I found this one. And uh, it's, it's a rather interesting, um, it's a rather interesting sodium story, whether it happens. So we know Captain Marvel 2 is not called Captain Marvel 2. It is the Marvels. The Marvels, yep. Um, Now that leads me to believe that it will be Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel and Spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, other ones that you could introduce, turns out there's one here that I had never heard of. So I had to look him up. John Boyega rumoured to be cast in this role as a character called Blue Marvel. And uh, looking at the character in the comics, I can see why that would sort of work. Uh, Blue Marvel is like a a character that could like take Hulk on in a fight, Mm, pretty strong mm. character, can lift a hundred tons and all of this sort of stuff. Um, I've not heard obviously anything about this since, but Mm. is this something you wouldn't mind seeing? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind John Boyega to be in the MCU. I don't I know. Like John Boyega. I love John Boyega, but I, I do know that he did sort of ruffle a few feathers at Disney because of his criticism of Star Wars and his role in it. I mean, valid he criticism. Wasn't wrong. I was no, no, say he wasn't valid. wrong in any way, shape, or form. Totally. Like, um, was saying that he, Scarlett Johansson has sued Disney and Marvel, and uh, as she's still working on projects with them, so. Sure, John Boyega probably still do like, it. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I, I first of all, like, for a second, like this, let's talk about John Boyega um, and his criticisms of Star Wars. It's completely valid, yes, completely 100%. valid. That, oh, 100%. like the, I, I, I don't. It's, it's interesting. I don't. Time has been kind to the prequels. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, as and it's you know, people are looking back on the prequels a little bit more like okay, you know. These are actually, they're not, maybe they're not good, but you know, they are what they are. And I think like, personally, I think Revenge of the Sith has aged very well. Personally, I think it's a very, I I love Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. It's Uh, just the dialogue between uh, Anakin and Padme is cheesy as hell. Yeah. But you know, take that away. Like the rest of it, the battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Oh, that's wonderful. 
is wonderful. Um, the the execute the Order sixty six sequence is fantastic. Uh, t- uh, Obi Wan taking on Grievous, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening sequence, the opening sequence yeah. where they go to save Palpatine is one of the best opening sequences in a Star Wars. The heading of Dooku and all of that, brilliant, it's, it's good stuff. So it's like yeah. there's so there's there's more high points in that film than there are low points, uh, which you cannot say for the previous film. No, no, but, no. no, no. The thing is, people are, I think people are looking back night kindly on the prequels. I don't, I'm pretty confident to say I don't think the same thing will happen to the sequels. And that's no. because, and I think there's, a, there's a, few, a few things is, one, and I keep, I maintain this, I say it every single time, but The Force Awakens is just a remake of uh, A New Hope. Mm. Um, and so that's I still you know, think it works. I think it's a good film. I like fine, it. Fine, but like it's, it. still, it's still just a remake. You could just watch Star Wars instead. The Last Jedi is, is great, but divisive. Um, and then you've got Rise of Skywalker. But all the way through these films, the problem that you've got these films is that there was no, uh, pr- so there was no proper plan in any of them that was there was no like no one sat down and went this is the story you want to tell across three movies they went let's tell here you go you direct this one you direct this one and then we'll get a third person in to direct it but actually their movie didn't do so well so now we're going to fire them and get the person who did the first one to direct it because yeah. actually we're getting all this fl- you, you know what i'm saying right yeah yeah there was no clear plan whatsoever no. and i gotta say like the char- characters were the minority characters were treated appallingly. Mm, mm. They were put, they were brushed to the side. They were made into supporting characters yeah. for the other, for, for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, John Boyega was done dirty in the hundred percent. You're, you're, you're hinting at that. He's got these force abilities, but never actually paired off. Yeah. Like, well, not I mean, like once it, the whole, his whole treatment could be summed up in one line that his character delivers. What's that? Ray, I've got something to tell you. Yeah. That's, that's, but he, I, I liked his role in Last Jedi because they gave him a proper arc. Now, people don't like oh, no, his yeah. storyline. I don't mind the whole Canto Bite sequence. I well, really I think the Canto Bite actually adds a, little, a lot more depth to the Star Wars universe than people will give it credit for. Yes, because so, we never really see the rich folk in yeah. Star Wars. We tend to see stuff on the ground and everything's grimy and awful. Yeah. But then yeah. it's like the worst people in the galaxy, rich people. And yeah. that was an interesting concept. That was a very... But so, never explained. Anyway, the point is, because we've totally sidetracked onto criticising the sequels, yeah, uh, which yeah, is yeah. very well, easy to do. Blue Marvel. I like John, Bie- John Boyega. I don't know this character. Uh, again, there's a lot. There's a lot of MCU characters, that I, uh, Marvel characters. That I don't yeah. know from the comics because Marvel has like they, they fired out so many, yeah. so many. Um, however, would I like to see John Boyega in the MCU? One hundred percent, yes. I think yes. I think he's great. I think he did a great job with the bad script. But I always come back to one movie for me for John Boyega, which always every time I watch it, he is just an absolute the block. wonder and delight. Attack the block, yeah. which is a brilliant film in its own right. But he. Just every scene, brilliant. It's a great film. Great, it's a great film. film. Great, great. If you haven't film. seen Attack the Block? Go see Attack the Block. In fact, you know what? Go watch it now. We'll just wait. There's there's an extraordinary amount of people uh, who who did sci-fi who have done sci-fi since Attack the Block because you got mm. John Boyega from Star Wars. You got I've forgotten his name, but the guy who was like Firestorm in Legends of Tomorrow. Um, yeah. the, what became known as the hot Romulan for season one of Picard. Yeah. He's in it as like this yeah. posh boy. 
Um, yeah. So all of these like young kids that went on to do such great American sci-fi, it's it's brilliant. It's so yes, yeah. do check out Attack the Block. So yeah. yeah, Blue Marvel for me, I'm not familiar with the character. I think it would be uh, an interesting dynamic because I think you know. I, I don't know what to expect with the, the Marvels. I really don't know what to expect. Mm. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think we're going to get a good old connection uh, uh, in the Ms. Marvel, which starts. Yeah, I think, I think this, that this movie will live and die on uh, Ms. Marvel. Like mm. we'll see how that, you know, see how that pans out. I'm not, I'm not, I, uh, I'm unfortunately, I've seen a lot of um, negative stuff from behind the scenes but I right. don't know. I don't, a lot of people are obviously a, a bit upset because they've changed her power set because she's not stretchy anymore because they wanted to introduce that with Mr. Fantastic as opposed yeah. to with her, which is a shame to change her origin because she's she's an inhuman and the inhumans is something we don't speak of in the MCU these days. So I, I'm, with Blue Marvel, I don't know if he's an inhuman or yeah. if there's something else that gave him his powers. Mm -hmm. this, this is the sort of interesting thing with all of, like they've all so far, like out of two of them, Spectrum got her powers from Wanda's hex. Yep. Um, Ms. Marvel got it from these magic bracelets. Yep. So that, I don't know what those magic bracelets are all about. I think it might be connected to Shang-Chi and his bracelets and his ring, the mm -hmm. 10 rings. Um, and then obviously Captain Marvel, her powers come from the Tesseract. Now, mm. seeing as the hex that gave Spectrum her powers is probably, you know, that's to well, do with the time stone. Made of, yeah, I was going to say. Is, uh, well, mind stone even, sorry. One, yeah, Wanda's powers were amplified by the Mind Stone. Yeah. They always existed, but they were amplified by the Mind Stone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's we're, we're talking, again, we're back into the Infinity. Does this uh, mean that Quicksilver could have been a wizard? Because mm. they were twins, weren't they? They were twins. Yes, they were. And she, she I mean, was magic. Yes, he, 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 he could have been a wizard, you know. Ah! He was. <laughs> he, he was. He, doesn't, he we, was a whiz. He, he's dead. He's dead now. Oh, oh. So yeah, we can, there we, we go. We can bring him back. We can bring him back uh, in okay. a better multiverse storyline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the sodium story this week. Excellent. There we go. Have fun. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. Just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. Where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Um, let's just there's a hello Divloy welcome to the chat where we're just sort of looking at the chat in bits and pieces where we're doing a live record on the podcast so uh, I hope everyone's enjoying themselves I hope you're enjoying the professional podcast record it says you making your camera wonky for a yeah. second <laughs> <laughs> it's just annoying me like the, 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 the pictures at the back are like it's like there's more of a gap on this side up here than there mm. is on this side. And it's just kind of... Have amazing. you been using the your iPhone as the leveler? However, however, I, I am using the ultra wide lens on my iPhone. Oh, uh, right. No, but when, when you put the pictures up, do you use the leveler on the leveler thing? No, no, I, I use like, you know... Yeah, because I don't think the iPhone leveler is correct in the slightest. No, 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 no. I don't use the iPhone leveler. No, no, it's not about them being level. Okay. It's about like there was like more of a gap on this side, uh, like between the top of my camera and the thing, the frame, then there wasn't that side. So yeah, it's okay. Anyway, can you imagine anyway. if someone is in my chat right now going, I'm enjoying the, listening to this podcast, but Rick's pictures and the, the distance between them, it's pissing me off. It's and really I'm annoying me right now. And now I want to rehang them. 
Okay. But they look good in real life. Like if you turn around, like it's it's the whole bloody wide angle lens. It's fine. Don't worry. You're gonna. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna okay. be all right. Is it? Is it ever gonna be all right? No, it's never gonna be all right. Okay. <laughs> it's never gonna be all right. Have you seen who's in charge of our country? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, um, right, we're going to rank stuff. Now, whose idea was this? Was this your idea? No, oh, this, this, is another one of the, this is another one that you stuck in the, the list. Was it? I put it suggestions. in the list. Yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. that. So yeah. gods, yeah. gods. Well, there's loads of gods at the moment. There's gods well, in should everything. Should we play the music first? Uh, yes, okay, let's play the music first, fine. Even though you tried to play it at the same time. Yeah, okay. I, fine. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. <laughs> so Fantastic Five, right? Gods. Gods, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fantastic Five gods, yeah. yeah gods, yeah. 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 Should we do it? Yeah, sure. Should we just jump into it? It's five. It's Fantastic Five Gods, right? Fantastic Five um, Gods. Yeah. Um, I, 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 as Steve Rogers would say, my list is is only one because um, there's only one god, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't look like that. Uh, no, it's, that's 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 incorrect. <laughs> no, no. Uh, shall, who fine. wants to go first? Um, uh, I'm happy to go first. Okay, go on. Then. I'm happy to Who's go your first. Number five? Last because we did. I I I went last last week, so yeah, it's fine. My number five. Um, mm. very short appearance, but it. And it annoyed me because it was um, at the end of series two and they're not making any more episodes of this show. Um, I, I talked about this um, in the podcast before, uh, in the, one of the live ones. There was this great yeah. series called Happy um, about uh, this this sort of uh, like drunken alcoholic um, hired yeah. gun who had to rescue his daughter with the help of her imaginary friend yes. who he could now I'm, see. I'm still to watch this. I want to watch it. It's this. so good. Yeah. Um, and then it's sort of, uh, I have to, unfortunately, it's not a spoiler because it's, it's just, it's one of those things that it's, it's, it's revealed, um, at the end that he's not just an imaginary friend. He is kind of like a guardian angel. Right. And God appears. Now God, uh, is just this face in the clouds. It is just a face made of clouds. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but with the voice of Jeff Goldblum. Brilliant. Perfect. And it was just so, so good. Um, it was like, what a great casting for God in general. Jeff Goldblum yep. would be just spectacular. But the, his his manner just was perfect. And it sort of sets up this vibe that I thought would have been continued into season three. And then we could have had more visits yeah. from God. It's such a brief appearance, but it made me want more. And nice. um, if you're going to p- make anyone play God, I mean, Jeff Goldblum, you know, he's against playing God as well, as we've seen in the Jurassic Park movies. So, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. Irony, he's happy to right? play God in real life. You know? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Love it. But yeah, Good that's, my, that's my number five. So tell me your number cool. five. Uh, my number five comes from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and it's Glory or Glorificus. Um, she's, yeah, I know, right? It's brilliant. <laughs> I love it. Like, seriously? Glory, you're gonna call it Glorificus. That's cool. Okay, Joss, you you go with that. Um, but no, it's I I like season five of Buffy. I think I think it's I think it's an underrated season of Buffy. It's got some of my favorite episodes, and I think like it's well, it's every every season they ramp up the big bad. You know, so the first one it's like the Master, which is like this ancient vampire. Then season two it's Angel himself, and then season three it's the Mayor who sort of becomes this giant snake uh season four it's an amalgamation of man machine and demon uh like a franken 
Frankenstein of uh, Frankenstein's monster of things. Um, and season five, they kind of go all out and they go, uh, let's have Buffy fight a god. And it's like, it's like the reveal that she's a god, like through midway through the season. And it's just like, you almost have the same reaction that Buffy has. Cause her, it's like, it's like so she's like the council's, she turns around to the council. It's like, so how do I defeat this thing? Uh, oh, what is she? What is she? And it's like, that's the thing. She's a god. And Buffy just sort of goes, oh. And it's just like, <laughs> you're watching the show alongside going, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're fucked. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's no way. And even like the way that they end up having to defeat her is is insane. But it's, as a god, she's an evil god. She's mad. She's like terrible person. But like, I just, I think she's actually one of the best villains um, that's been in Buffy. I think she's, I think she's one of the best big bads. So yeah, my, my number five is, uh, is the, the evil god, uh, Glory. Very good. Very good. So what's your number four? Uh, my number four, controversial choice, I believe this one will be. Um, but this this god impacted me a little bit as as a kid because I, I, I wanted to know a bit more. I didn't realise it was god uh, until sort of later on. It was like, oh, okay, was that god? Uh, and that's uh, the finale of Quantum Leap. Um, it was rather interesting as well, like to, to essentially, you know, Sam Beckett being yep. touched by God to actually say, you're doing the Lord's work. You're doing my work. You're doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want you to keep doing it. This is your purpose now. This is, is cool. kind of like tragic. It's like, this is your life now. And then for him to disappear in the way that Sam Beckett disappears. And that's the first time Sam Beckett has ever seen it. So when yeah. he's saying to Al, it's like, when I leap do i like did blue lights come out and all of this mm. and i was like i don't know i'm always in the other room uh so <laughs> it's um I, I just sort of thought that it's 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 an interesting concept to actually to this very sci-fi show yeah. and then have this very kind of religious fantasy aspect to be like yeah what you're doing is sci-fi but you're actually doing it like and uh, under sort of like I, i'm making yeah. you do it forever because I, yeah. I believe in what you're doing. Uh, and I just find that sort of kind of fascinating. Um, cool. Is, is, it, is it good? Is it very godly? Is he evil? Is he, you know, there's, there's a lot to think about with that finale. Uh, some people hate that finale. I kind of liked it at the time. I'm sure if I rewatched it now, I'd probably feel very different about it. But I remember it being quite impactful to me at the time. Good. Good shout. Love so, it. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, tell me your number four. My number four is... Um Alanis Morissette. Oh, yes. Don't yes. Worry. Alanis Morissette as God in uh, the wonderful, wonderful Kevin Smith film, Dogma. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that film so much. I, I, I just, I love it. We'll it's never so be able good. to watch it again. Hmm? We're, we're never going to be able to watch it again. Because you know who owns it. Oh. Yeah, Bad Man owns it, so we'll probably never get like a release or streaming release or anything like that because he's not going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> But Dogma is a great film. First it's a wonderful of all. film. It's a, such a great film. But the fact, like, and it just, like, of course it's Alanis Morissette plays God. Like, and I love her version of God. It's like this, this childlike wonder of a God who's just wants to do cartwheels while everyone else is having uh, serious conversations and then just mm. boops people on the nose, um, but is really caring as well. And it's like, it, it just, it hammers home that whole point. Like I, what I love about dogma as well is like all the way through is like, yeah, Jesus is black. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and like all these things that people go like, you know, oh, well, Jesus has to have been white and living in, you know, in no, no, Jesus is black. Um, and then like at the end of it, just to go like, oh yeah, and God's a woman. And it's like, yes, of course, God's yeah. a woman. Like yeah. God is about compassion. <laughs> Who are the most, you know, it's, it's the people it's, that create in, life. Uh, you know, the people that give birth to life. It's Exactly. So I, I, I think it's just a wonderful choice of casting and a wonderful version of God. And like, if I was religious, um, that would be the God. I, that is the vision. That is the image of God that I would worship because that is, I think it's wonderfully played, wonderfully written and just, just perfect. So mm-hmm. there you go. I love it. And perfect. Yeah. Only number four. Well, there so, we go. There we go. There you go. Number four. Okay. okay. What's your number number three? My number three. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some comments on this, I feel. Go on. Um oh. there's this game called God of War Three. Oh my god. It's <laughs> this game called God of War Three. Never heard of it. <laughs> and uh I've just gone with because it rather in the same vein of a god that just doesn't really give a shit. Um yeah. I've gone with Aphrodite from God of War Three. <laughs> Now, other than the fact that the character model that they've done is very sexy and very scantily clad. No, not when I say scantily clad, you do see boob. But um, it's just that all she wants to do is fuck. And it's just it's just wonderful. She's just like, oh, why do you want to do any of that? I mean, look, just stay here with me. Look, I've just got this lovely bed here. Just 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 hang out here. And you're like, no. I mean, of course, I'm going to have sex with you and steal some orbs and then I'm going to go. But um, the fact that she's just oh, like man. forever in that bedroom, just like, ah, yeah, this is great. Just being a god's <sighs> fantastic. I love it. And she's one of the few gods that you don't kill <laughs> in the entire thing. Probably because probably you want to pay her a visit afterwards. But yeah. um, that's sort of what I've gone with is because, you know, she's just, she's just this hot god who, who likes to fuck and that's pretty much it. And I think it's quite funny. So, yeah. Brilliant. That's, that's oh, my number three. Yeah. Oh man, do you need do you need help? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff to deconstruct from that. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, what's your number? Your number three. My number three yeah. is. Um, uh, <laughs> do you know what? I've just watched um, something with this with this god in it, and um, they were described as having perfect hair, beautiful, wonderful hair, and I have to agree. It's Thor. Of course, yeah. Um, it's, it's Thor. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, like, like, you know, like, there's a thing that goes around TikTok uh, that's been going around TikTok where it's just like, um, uh, straight men, uh, who, uh, which man would you acceptably sleep with? And why is it Ryan Reynolds? And it's not Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's Chris Hemsworth. Uh, sorry, Thor. It's Thor. It's, it's, it's Chris Hemsworth. I mean, right? in the new trailers as well, like he's yeah. just yeah. such a beautiful looking man. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love Thor. I, and you know what? I, I'm one of the few people who will defend the first Thor movie. I think it's really, it's really good. good. It's a good film. It's really good. It's a really good film. It also has Foo Fighters uh, in it as well. So yeah, that's like, a bit uh, weird, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I love that song. Um, but like, it's, 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 it's a good film. Um, and like, I love the character development. Thor has the most character development out of any MCU character. I'm throwing it out there, by the way. I I I, I don't disagree. Yep. But he's, he's incredible, and I I think he's gone. I think I think he's um yeah. I think he's, I, I love his interpretation of Chris Hemsworth's interpretation of Thor. But I love that character. I love that character because he's simultaneously 
this boisterous character while, while being deeply caring while also being kind of immature. It's just, he plays so many different things. He's a, he would be the best person to go out drinking with, but the first person to have your back. And mm. it's just, I'm, I'm down for that. So yeah, my number, my number three is Thor. Very good. Very good. Okay. With or without the blonde eyebrows? Ooh, ooh, one of each. Um, <laughs> Frosted tips. Frosted yep. tips. Just the tips. <laughs> Just the tips. Um, what is your number two? Uh, my number two, uh, mm. we've already spoken about this character, so now that we've Go got on. some closure on him, uh, Q. Uh, and and the thing with Q is that in a lot of ways I could be just referring to John Delancey but in some respects it's just the whole Q continuum is kind of like a singular being that is it's it's a rather interesting concept the whole Q concept I've always found fascinating Um, but if we talk about purely the John Delancey one as we've discovered he is a redeemable villain but he's not even a pure villain he's just he's a kind of a trickster um and he does have purpose with his tricks. Um, yeah. And even when confronted with, there's the Q in Voyager that wants to commit suicide. He's, he just, he's just bored of living. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that John Delancey Q, like, is convinced himself. He's like, no, I, he's like, he, at this point, that version of Q is, no, I'm going to stick with the rules of the continuum. I'm going to be one of the proper ones. And then realizes, actually, no, that's not who I am. Yep. And I'm going to help this guy because that's the sort of shit I would do. And he is, yeah, he's he's wild. He's unpredictable, but he's funny. Um, he can be sinister if he wants to be, but yep. he, he's just everything that you could actually want from a god um, because of all of that unpredictab- unpredictability. So, so yeah, um, I'm going to go for Q in the black outfit rather than the big old sort of weird chess piece head thing that he wears um why not in the mariachi outfit not the mariachi <laughs> outfit i mean he does suit the admiral uniform mm. he, he does suit that he does suit that but no i like the black get up i think uh, cool. that's that's a good look it's a good look okay. but yeah good. Q, good job. Q, that's my number two no, Q2. i like it i like it I like yeah it. good so your number two please my number two we've talked about this movie as well um my number two is Morgan Freeman and Bruce Almighty. Oh, lovely. Yes. I mean, if there's anyone that you would think would play God, like, it's Morgan Freeman. And I love his God. I love it. I love how his God is like, hey, you think you can do a better job? Here you go. Right? I'm going to take a break. And, but I love it. And it, it, and it's, it's like Morgan Freeman just being Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Like, he's just full of like, the, his, the, the advice he gives and the, oh, just everything about it. I love that version of God. I think it's, I love that movie, first of all. Bruce yeah. Almighty is a brilliant, film. one of Jim Carrey's best. Um, but yeah, the God, um, Morgan Freeman as God is exquisite. It's, it's perfect casting. It's yeah. perfect casting. So there you go. Lovely. That's my number two. Lovely. Is Morgan I like Freeman? It. I like it. Very good. Yeah. So it's your. Uh, what's your number one? My number one. I mean, listen. In some respects, my dog is my god now. But I've gone with Odin. Uh, I've gone with. <laughs> I've gone with Odin as, as as my number one because yeah. Anthony Hopkins is fucking superb as an actor. Um, very good. Uh, even even when he's. Anthony Hopkins having fun being Loki, being Odin. Uh, mm. That aspect is just lovely. But 
he's again he's a redeemable god he's a god that's done some fucked up stuff i mean yeah. fucked up stuff for the good of the, the realms and all of that he absolutely screwed up with hella but even yeah. he was like you know what i'm kind of going a bit over the top here yeah. so my daughter's never going to listen to me so i'm going to put her in jail and I'm going to make a better life and have, have other children. And, you know, he, mm. of course, he, he fucked up doing that. He shouldn't have imprisoned his daughter. But nope. at the same time, he did make the realms a better place by doing so. Very um, true. But then him realizing and being like, yeah, I've... Yeah, to the point where he, where he knows he's going to die and he just gives up and he just sort of fades mm-hmm. off and all of that. The fact that he will still, like, even give Loki the love after yep. everything that Loki's done. He will just be like, you know what? I forgive you, mate. Um, so he is, he is the all father. He is all forgiving, all knowing. And at the same time, kind of human. He's yeah. kind of human. Um, and I, I just, yeah, I just sort of thought Odin, he's, he's like the best of all the gods, really. Is he, is he a good boy? He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy. He's a very good boy. B-O-I. Spelled B-O-I. He's my B-O-I. Good shout, by the way. So very there good shout. So yeah. That, that interpretation of Odin is wonderful. Yes. He, he, so. and yeah, he's brilliant. So uh, come on then. Your number one, please. Oh, I cannot wait to see the chat for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hear me out. Right. Okay. Right. Hear me out. Right. right. You cannot... Um, you should never test God. You, so you shouldn't ask God, are you God or anything like that? Yeah. yeah. But we also know that if you are asked, are you a God? You say yes. You say yes. Which is why Winston Zeddemore is my number one God. Because <laughs> he understands the concept that if you are asked, if you are a God, you say yes. And you know he would say yes if he was asked. Uh. <laughs> so my number one and i'm leaving it at that that's my that's all the explanation you need my number one is winston zeddemore wonderful wonderful and and what a what a god he would be what a god <laughs> he would be oh my god that's so fantastic <laughs> come on come on he would be I, uh, he, he would i do you know uh, the thing is i nearly had goza Gozer versus Winston fight <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie I almost went for Gozer but I was like no 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 it's Winston it's, Winston's the best god he's the number one god because he understands he, the assignment yeah he understands the assignment so there you go and as, as long as it's a good as long as it's a steady paycheck he'll believe in anything you want him to believe so there you go that's my number one it's Winston Zeddemore spectacular Spectacular. What a good fantastic what five. What a fantastic Cody. five. What a fantastic five. Okay. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal fantastic five. And there we it go. It was a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of it. It's I I like it. I like it. Um, you know, it's, it's, look. at least it wasn't a series of pencils <laughs> <laughs> or a series of Doc Browns. Was it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, we need to get out more. Yes, we do. Yeah. We really, really, really do. <laughs> we really, we, we, we really, really need to get out more. 
But here well we are. Funny. Here we are now. At the end of the podcast. It is the end of the podcast. And yeah, the end of the podcast. And we hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. If you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, if if you've returned to the podcast, you've heard listen to us before and you've continued to enjoy it. Thank you. Welcome back. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast and you've enjoyed it, there's a couple of things that you can do for us. Whatever platform you are listening on, whether it is uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, any of these platforms, just go ahead and hit subscribe so you get the latest episode uh, directly to your device. We really, really appreciate that. And if you have, if you've got the time, if you've got the time, and you want to do a little bit of extra effort, why not head over to Apple Podcasts, set up an account, and leave us a five star review there. The more five star reviews we get on our episodes, uh, it attracts more uh, listeners, and we can we can grow the podcast a wee bit. So you can be a part of that. You can help us out by doing that. And of course, if you don't want to do any of that, then the only the other option is uh, tell people about the podcast, whether that's uh, in real life, like run up to people in the street and go, have you heard about this podcast? Listen to this podcast or whether it's uh, online. Now, Matt, how can they find us online? Well, they can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. That's where we are posting the links for this podcast. So if you see it, hit that retweet button, hit that share button. It takes a couple of seconds. Just spread the word as much as you can. There is no such thing as being spread too thin when it comes to sharing this podcast. Please share it far and wide. Uh, as you know, as we, we're broadcasting this live on Twitch at the moment, both myself and Rick have our own Twitch, so you can you know catch up with us there and you know interact with us in the chat. Uh, but one thing you can do to really help us out when it comes to supporting this podcast is our Patreon page. Now, with the Patreon, it's really just a way of just helping support us. We we just need a little bit of help, a little bit of you know just 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 a little bit of you know. Look, we need money. I, 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 there's no, there's, there's, there's no way around this. We have day jobs. We'd rather not have day jobs. Yes, exactly. We would like to be able to make this podcast as best as we can. And unfortunately, we need the finances to do that. So we need your help in order to make that come true. Um, now, all of the info for all of this, you can find all the links to Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. They're all in the uh, description of this podcast. Uh, which, as you said, what was it? You can find it on uh, Apple, Spotify, and uh, Anchor, and what was the yeah. other ones? Loads of over- I think it's Overcast. Outcast, I think Andre Out- 3000 Cast, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, 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 all of those There's loads of places. Yeah, there's so, loads of places. Yeah. Just search The Geekatorium. That's the thing. It's spelled out on the screen now, if you don't know how to spell it. And also, if you're listening to this podcast, it's the title of oh, the yeah. podcast. It says oh, The yeah. Geekatorium. There it is. You know how to spell it. Oh. That's how you Google it. I, I can't, I can't nice. be your parent. I can't. I can't do it. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.